You're listening to the Whistleway Podcast. This week, Kyle and Brian talk about the ways you can rock your open house. The guys go over open house booklets, the invitations sent out, and how you can make your open house stand out and memorable. Then, Kyle shares an app that can save you two days worth of your time every year, while Brian shares an item that can make your videos sound crisp. Now roll that intro. Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with EXP Realty here in San Diego. And I am Brian Coaching, Media and Marketing Director here in San Diego. I love it. So guys, the goal of the show is to give you the tools, tricks, and techniques that you need to go out there and crush it in your business, whether that be mortgage, real estate, or really any business out there. The way that we like to do this is to answer the questions that you have. Rather than guessing what you want to hear, we listen to what you want to hear. And the way that we do this is we listen in on the Facebook group known as The Whistle Way. If you guys want to join the group, go to thewhistleway.com. And you can join the group. You can also subscribe to the podcast and to the YouTube channel. So in case listening is not enough and you want to see our beautiful faces, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel on there as well. And so, Brian, what's our question today? So... On the Facebook group, Rich Brecklin, he's in Illinois. I don't know where he is. Um, Rich asked, Kyle Whistle, are you still doing Friday open houses for the neighbors? And so I wanted to go a little bit deeper on just the Friday open houses. I want to talk about our um, listing or our open house strategy and how we get people um, information about it. We have a whole checklist. Um, So yeah, walk us through the open house strategy the entire open house strategy Ooh, okay so launching a property is something that people screw up royally most people just decide whenever it's convenient to activate a listing there's really no thought no strategy no process anything behind it Um, everything that we do is very data driven and is very strategic so we don't do anything when we feel like it we do it when the data tells us to do it Um, so when we launch property, we look at launching a property a lot like Hollywood looks at launching a movie. And when Hollywood launches a movie, everything is centered around the red carpet premiere. Well, everything for us is centered around our neighborhood open house or property premiere, if you prefer to call it that. Um, so everything builds up to that event, which, you know, as Rich asked in the question, do we still do them on Friday nights? Yes, but it depends on the time of year. Um, when the time changes, and it's in the winter months and it's dark at 5 p.m. Friday at 5 p.m. doesn't really work very well. Something I found in my experience is that once the sun goes down, the people stop showing up. So um, during the winter months, we do these property premiere open houses on a Saturday morning. And during the summer months, we do these on a Friday night. So what do we do to drive people to these Actually, before we even get to what we do to drive them, what does one of these property premieres look like? We've done a bunch of different techniques. It's not just a put a sign up out front that says open house, put it on the Zillow. It's it's more involved. But what what does the actual event look like? Yeah. So something that I'm really big on is experiences, whether that be for clients or whether it be for me and my life. I'm all about experiences. Like that's what I live for. And I want to make sure that when somebody comes to my open house, it is an experience. It's not just another open house. So some of the things that you're going to find when you pull up, let's, we'll, we'll 
dive into everything we do to get people to the house. But when somebody pulls up to the house, it's a very festive feel to it. There's going to be big feather flags out front. So it's very known that there's an open house going on. The front door is going to be wide open. Um, Guys, if you're doing an open house and the door isn't open, what the fuck are you doing? It's called an open house for a reason. The house should be open. Don't ever do an open house and close the front door. Now, if you're in like Minnesota and it's negative 20 degrees, okay, I get it. Um, but or if you're in San Diego and it's 110 degrees out, I still open the door. All right. Yeah, just play it. Just uh, <laughs> AC to AC 60. Up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's an open house, so the door should be open, right? Make it warm and inviting for people. Now, when the door is open, um, we have music inside the house. Well, that music conveniently spills out that front door that's wide open. So when somebody pulls up, they're like, oh, there's flags, the door's open, there's music, like, okay, this is the spot. Um, when somebody walks into the house, we always have somebody working the door. Um, I've had that currently. That's always my assistant, Cody, who's working the door. I've had um, you know newer agents to my team work the door when they first start out. I've also had lenders work the door. Um, so somebody's got to work the door and they've got to be dedicated purely to that door. Nothing else. Their job is to work the door for multiple reasons. One, every single person who shows up, I want them to be greeted with a warm, smiling face, right? There's a lot of businesses out there that hire people for a job of just being a greeter. Think Walmart, for example, just so that when somebody walks in, it's like, hi, welcome to the open house. As opposed to walking in, it's quiet. The lights are off. And they're looking around like, is is there anybody here? Like, hello? Hello? Like, that is not the experience you want. I bought a house last year. I can't tell you how many open houses I went to that were exactly like that. It is awkward. Yes. It's super, super awkward. And then all of a sudden, a realtor, you know, is, is sitting in the corner on their laptop making phone calls. And then they jump off and they're like, oh, hi, hi I didn't see you there. Uh, here's a... Here's the info on the house and they hand you an MLS, MLS sheet. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest, I've done this half my life now. I can't read a freaking MLS sheet. They're so complicated. There's so much crap on there that 99% of people don't need to know. Quit giving people MLS sheets. Give I love when I nice. got them with the confidential remarks highlighted in red. Oh, okay. So now I know. <laughs> and they just gave you the listing agent's contact info uh-huh. if they're not the listing agent. That's smart. Um, <laughs> so that person is at the door, uh, warm, smiling face. They get every single person to sign in because our open houses tend to have a lot of people and it's not even physically possible to talk to every single person one on one. So I want to make sure that I get everybody's contact info so I can follow up with them afterwards. So in case I didn't get to talk to them or they want to come back for a second showing in a more private environment, we can do that. And third, it's security. If somebody's at the door, nobody's trying to walk out the front door with something. It's obvious they know they're going to have to walk by this person. And if they're trying to walk out with a laptop under their arm, it's going to be pretty obvious to the person at the door that they didn't come in with that laptop. So it serves multiple purposes. Um, And then a lot of times we'll have drinks at our open house. So we'll actually have some drinks set up at the front door. So when somebody walks in the door, we're just immediately handing them a welcome drink, which now think about like that. You got music, you got a warm, smiling face. Somebody's handing you a drink. Like that's a pretty amazing start to your experience. It's not an open house anymore. At this point, it's a, it's a neighborhood hangout. It is. And like, we just went to, uh, Aulani, Disney's resort out in Hawaii. And when you show up, as soon as you get there, they're handing you a, a welcome drink right when you pull up. Like you pull up at the, the Porto Cochet and they're handing you, I want you to spell that one, Brian. Um, you pull up and they grab your bags and they give you a welcome drink as soon as you show up. Like that just automatically is like, oh. 
He said we, but I, this part of we didn't go. Him and his family. That makes way more sense. Yeah. That's way less creepy. <laughs> that place is amazing, by the way. Um, so it's all about the experience. We also then will hand them over a very nice brochure, which is not an MLS sheet. We use Cloud CMA. And we have our own custom covers on the outside built. And then we use their product on the inside. Very, very easy to read. Bright, colorful, simple pictures. And it's a booklet. Uh, and it's a booklet. Our open house booklets, depending on the property, are anywhere from 10 to 20 pages typically. Um, so we want to make it something where it's very informative. And it's something different than what they've received everywhere else. Because every other open house somebody's been to, they've gotten an MLS sheet. Nine times out of 10, if they got something, it's an MLS sheet, which is terrible. Um, so this is a very nice book. It also has information in there about the home buying process and, um, you know, moving guides and stuff like that. Like we want to give them something that nobody else is giving. And we put info about the schools, the restaurants, like it's very informative. They remember it. Like when you hand them that like, whoa, um, do I, do I keep this? They're almost like, they almost feel bad that they you gave them something that you spent a few dollars on, but that's an investment, right? Because most of the people that are coming to that event are people that own homes in that neighborhood that you're auditioning for these people. So when they walk into your open house and it's this amazing experience right when they walk in the door versus what you experienced at nine out of 10 houses, it's pretty clear who's going to get that job. Yeah. Um, what about food? Yeah, we like to have food and drinks at all of our open houses. Um, so as far as drinks go, talk to your broker, know your state rules, and, and make sure it's, it's legal for you to have alcohol, get alcohol permits, whatever you got to do. Uh, alcohol definitely helps because it immediately changes the vibe. As soon as you walk in the door, you get handed a drink. You're like, oh, okay, it, it's this kind of a party, huh? Like, <laughs> do you have a bowl of keys next to there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, not that kind of a party. Yeah. This guy, Brian's cussing on videos oh, yesterday. Man. Now he's talking about swinger parties. Brian, yeah. dude, oh, getting after oh, it. Oh, I thought that was just an easy place Brian's to put things. after it. I love it, dude. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we have drinks um, and we also have food. And we just adjust, right? Like if I'm doing in our area, our average price went 600 If I'm doing a $500,000 house, I'm doing something simple like a pizza and beer type of thing where it might cost me 100 bucks for everything. If I'm doing a million and a half dollar property... I'm having a sushi chef show up and roll sushi on site with, you know, a variety of different sakis and, you know, Japanese beers and everything like that. I want it to be something that's very memorable. So we always have food and drink because when there's food and drink, people will stay longer. And when they have drink, they'll talk more. And that's exactly what I want for people. And I want them to have fun, right? I want it to be something they talk about that they are not seeing anywhere else. And obviously, if you guys are listening to this or watching this, you know we run a video series called Everything East County where we have featured hundreds of restaurants over the years. So we have relationships with all of those restaurants. And we will typically reach out to one of the restaurants who's been on the show, encourage them to participate in the open house. A lot of times they'll give us food for free or substantially discounted. And now we have amazing food that we've actually promoted on our show, Everything East County. Now we have this cool opportunity to reach out to that audience that's watched our video series about restaurants and actually make sure they know we do real estate. Because now we could say, hey, you've seen Cali Comfort's barbecue on our show. You want to come try some of their food? Come to this open house. It's going to be catered. It's free. Have some free food on us. Check out the house and enjoy a delicious cocktail. Now we can actually tell everybody in that group or reinforce in that group that we are a real estate company. And it's okay because we're tying in food that's been featured on the show. Cool. So that's what it looks like. Yeah. How do we get people there? How do we get people there? So uh, everything is 
about a week long process. So first thing that we do is we send invitations to everybody in the neighborhood. So if you're listening, you might wanna go on YouTube and you can check it out. Um, or in the show notes, maybe Tom can link up a example of what our invitation looks like. So the invitation, I basically took a wedding invite that I got, sent it over to a graphic designer. I was like, hey, take this wedding invite and make it into a real estate open house invite. And so they did. And so very, very classy, eight and a half by 11, cardstock folded in half, very elegant. Um, consistent our, with our branding. Very consistent, our brand. If you look at our business cards, you look at our our booklets, you look at these invites, everything all is identical. It's a very consistent, classic, elegant look. Um, so we send out these invites. And the thing is that people typically have never received an invite to an open house. And if they have, it was a postcard. Nobody's ever received a beautiful wedding style invitation, eight and a half by 11 card stock, personally addressed to them in an envelope Hand with stamped. a handwritten font with a real stamp on it. Like people open these. And I have people show up all the time with this invite in hand, like as though they need it to get in the door. <laughs> Here's uh, my RSVP card. Cool. <laughs> and I have people walk in like, and they just show it like, this is amazing. I've never seen anything like this before. This is really cool. And That's so the envelope, right now it's in a, a gray envelope, again, consistent we with We alternate our colors. Yeah. Yep. So our three primary colors in our company is, is orange, gray, and green. And we alternate the envelope colors. So we'll do an orange envelope for one. The next one will be green. The next one will be gray. We keep them alternating because if you send the same one over and over, once they see it, they're like, oh, it's another one of those invites. So if we keep the envelopes changing on a consistent basis, the open rate stays a little bit higher. Um, okay. So what the invites go out on Monday. We're traditionally mailing that to the entire subdivision. Um, and then depending on the price point and the location, um, if it's not in a specific subdivision, 250 to 500 homes surrounding it. So that goes out on Monday. Um, the next day we start running social media ads. And now I understand some areas don't allow you to advertise properties before they go on the MLS. Some places state that once you start advertising, it has to be on the MLS the next day. So know your rules, play, play by the rules, right? Don't try to bend the rules, just play within them. Um, so in our area, we can advertise them early. Uh, so we start running the social media ads on Tuesday and we run those to a custom audience that we've built for that particular neighborhood. We build that audience by running a restaurant video at that audience, which we can run as tight as a one mile radius. And then anybody who's watched that restaurant video is now part of a custom audience that we can retarget. Um, so that's probably a whole nother animal and I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Um, but you can build a custom audience by running a non-real estate related video as tight as a one mile radius. So now when we go to run our ad, social media ad on a Tuesday, we can run it at that audience that could be as tight as a mile, that one specific neighborhood. Tuesday, the listing goes live on the ML, or I'm sorry, Wednesday, the listing goes live on the MLS. Very, very strategic about the timing of that. We know for a fact, Redfin's put this data out, that Saturday and Sunday, which is what everybody thinks are the busiest time of week to search for homes are actually the two slowest times of the week. Why? Everybody's out looking at homes on Saturday and Sunday. They actually do all the searching between nine to five, Monday to Friday, but in particular Thursday and Friday is when the majority of real estate internet search traffic happens. While they're at work. While they're at work, yeah. <laughs> so understand that's when your consumers are doing their searching, guys. It is what it is. So if you know that's when they're doing their searching, and you know that the number one factor for ranking at the top of the list on Realtor, Zillow, Trulia, all these websites is time on market. We need to make sure our properties as new on the market as possible Thursday and Friday. So we go live on Wednesday. That way, by the time all the websites cycle through on Wednesday night, we're brand new on the market on Thursday, Friday, which is when everybody's searching. So strategic with that. 
Thursday, we drop invitations to everybody in the neighborhood. If you have time and you don't have money, you door knock those invitations. If you have money and you don't have time, you pay somebody to drop those invitations. Um, if you and are, never in the mailbox, never in the mailbox, that's a federal offense. Um, so those are going at the door. Those go on Thursday. Uh, Friday, we call, text, email everybody in the neighborhood. We use um, Cole, C-O-L-E, Realty Resource to get the data and Agent Legend to do the call, uh, which is a ringless voicemail, a text, and an email. That, that happens on Friday, and then the event happens Friday night from 5 to 7. Um, or Saturday. We've done it before Saturday, Saturday morning. Mornings. Yeah, mm-hmm. or Saturday morning. So we do Neighbors on Friday from 5 to 7, and then we'll follow it up on Saturday with a public open house from 1 to 4. In our market, we found that's the best time to do them. Or if we have to do it on a Saturday, we'll do 10 to 12 for the pub or for the neighbors and then 12 to 2 or 12 to 3 for the public. Um, so when we do like a Saturday morning one, we're doing like donuts and mimosas, coffee and crepes, doing something fun like that. Cool. Um, that's a lot, that's a lot for people to listen to, to write down, to remember. Yes. Is there a place that people can get a maybe a checklist that was recently uploaded? Or? I feel like he's hinting at something, guys. Yes. I think... Uh, Brian, you're probably going to have to tell them where to go because I don't know what you set up. (laughs) So it's openhouse.thewhistleway.com. If you go to openhouse.thewhistleway.com, there will be a place for you to sign up to where you can get the the open house checklist emailed to you. So simple as that. Beautiful. All right, guys. The way we like to finish this out is to talk about a widget or something that we're utilizing in our business that saves us time, makes us more money, or just overall increases our lifestyle or our efficiency. Go ahead and lead us off, Brian. So what my widget is, is it's a piece of a, you use more than one of these. And what it does is it helps reduce the the echoness, the openness sounding of rooms. So when you're doing podcasts, when you're doing video, um, it doesn't sound echoey like in a in a vacant home. Yeah, we don't want that echoness. Yeah, well... I don't think I said echoness. Did I say echoness? You did. That's cool. Whatever. So this is what it is here. It is a foam one by one square that you put up on the wall. Um, and this helps the disperse the sound waves. So this isn't gonna is not going to soundproof your room, but it's going to prevent you from when you're talking and the the sound reverberating off the walls and making it sound hollow. Can you can you uh, minimize yeah. that for me? What, what did yeah, I just well, say? Yeah, it's cool. No echoness. That's what he said. Okay. Yeah. No echoness. And you, I got them on Amazon. You buy like packs of twenty five. They're fairly inexpensive. And I've got them on all three walls of, or three of the four walls of my office. The fourth wall is the green screen wall. Cool. All right. Uh, what I got for you guys is something that you you need to use as realtors. Time is money, and we have very very limited time in this industry. And one of the things that I watch a lot of realtors do is drink Starbucks drinks. And we have offices right next to Starbucks. We conveniently, now strategic, right? There's actually studies that show that incomes are higher, property values are higher around Starbucks because the people that are willing to go drop $5 on a cup of coffee uh, tend to have a little bit higher income and, and buy more expensive houses. So there's some strategy behind being next to a Starbucks okay. or a nail salon, or right? These are things, yoga studio, people spend money at these places. Um, and those are the kind of people we want to attract. But here's the thing. I see people standing around at Starbucks all the freaking time. They stand in line to order their Starbucks. Then they stand around and wait for five minutes for their Starbucks to be made. Like, if you waited in line for $5 
and then you or five minutes and then you stood around for five minutes to wait for your coffee that's 10 minutes of time if you do that every day of the week five times a week really is it only one time a day though it depends on the person depends on the person right let's just say one time a day 10 minutes every time you do it that's 50 minutes a week over a month you're spending like four hours a month or 48 hours if you do the math on that over the course of a year. You're spending two days of your freaking life ordering and waiting for your coffee. That's insane. Two full days. That's bananas, guys. Quit doing that. Download the damn Starbucks app. You go on there. You hit a button. They make your coffee. You walk over, pick it up, walk away. Done. No standing around in line. No waiting for your coffee. Order your coffee online. It saves you a ton of time and you have your order already pre-set in there your favorites you just tap tap takes you literally five seconds to put your order in and you show up it'll be waiting for you then they give you like rewards all the time and all that stuff it's a game changer save your time quit spending two days a year waiting around at starbucks this podcast brought to you by starbucks (laughs) not really All right, guys, so hopefully you got some value out of the show today. We'd love to stay connected with you. The best way to do that is go to thewhistleway.com, thewhistleway.com. You can connect to our Facebook group, which is where you can ask questions. It'll get answered here on the show. You can also subscribe to the podcast on YouTube um, and the actual podcast itself on iTunes. And you can sign up for our referral list. And yeah, a couple other things. Go ahead, Brian. What else you got on there? That's all I added. Oh, so you can sign up for our referral list. I added that yesterday. Um, and you can also find out about events that are happening. The next one is our Media Mayor Mastermind. Um, and that link is at the bottom of the page. Beautiful. Hopefully you guys got a lot of value out of it. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time. See ya.